King Charles III was officially crowned king in the first coronation in Britain since 1953 on May 6, 2023. The coronation ceremony took place at Westminster Abbey in London at 11 a.m. UK time. The coronation concert was broadcast live across the world and was watched by millions of people. God save the king! Although this was the first coronation in seven decades, a lot has changed since the last one. There was a stream of protests across London opposing the coronation. But why are people of England against this coronation and King Charles in general? I discussed this topic with Mukta. I am Ankur and you're listening to The News Park. Hi Mukta, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good too, thanks. So Mukta, today we are, uh, today was an exciting day in England. A day mm-hmm. which was years and years in making and was awaited by many people. And of course, I'm talking about the coronation of King Charles III. Yes, the whole event was broadcast live throughout the day. And there were a bunch of celebrities who attended this event, um, mm-hmm. including US First Lady Jill Biden and Katy Perry. Yes, yes, indeed, it was a big event. The last coronation was in 1953 of Queen Elizabeth II, who reigned for, as we all know, 70 years. Uh, Are you aware of the royal family tree? Uh, Well, not all the way back to hundreds of years, but I'm (laughs) the famous ones. (laughs) So Queen Elizabeth had four children, King Charles, Mm. Princess Anne, Prince Andrew and Prince Edward, right? Yes, correct. Uh And King Charles had two sons. So Prince William is married to Princess Kate and they have three kids. And Prince Harry is married to, as you all know, Meghan Markle and they have two kids. Exactly. A famous couple indeed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the line of succession is King Charles, then Prince William and then his three kids and then Prince Harry and his two kids. Yeah. So do you know the whole event was planned for years and it was so grand like mm-hmm. each and every step was planned beforehand and, you know, with even the minute details. Yeah, I mean, I bet uh, that has happened. Did you watch the event? And, I mean, how was it? Yes, I did. It was great, actually. Uh, despite the rain drizzling in London, people lined the roots of the royal procession to just catch a glimpse of the historic moment uh, mm-hmm. and the opulence of the royal regalia. Might exercise authority with wisdom and direct your counsels with grace, that by your service and ministry to all your people, justice and mercy may be seen in all the earth. Following the ceremony, King Charles and Queen Camilla, who was crowned as concert alongside him, climbed into the Gold State coach to -hmm. begin their procession back to Buckingham Palace. Yeah, that's nice. But can you give us a brief summary of the whole event? I mean... It's always exciting to hear about these royal procedures, you know. (laughs) Yeah. The ceremony officially began at 6 a.m. ET. And after a procession brought Charles and Camilla from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Abbey uh, in a gilded carriage. Uh, Mm -hmm. Crowds gathered down the length of the mall despite the rain and celebratory band music led the royal couple towards the abbey. Uh, So at Westminster Abbey, the Prince and Princess of Pale 
and their three children were in attendance. Uh, what about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? Well, Prince Harry was there, but Meghan Markle was not. So mm-hmm. Charles was crowned at approximately seven uh, a.m. while in the presence of the Stone of Destiny and other royal regalia. Camilla mm-hmm. was also crowned moments afterwards. All right. Uh, did they also come out in the balcony of the palace like they always do after an event? <laughs> yes, they did. After Charles was officially crowned, the procession departed the abbey to return to Buckingham Palace, uh, where you know for a salute from the guard. And yeah, there was a balcony appearance with the king and his family. There was mm-hmm. also a royal uh, flyby over the palace. Um, oh. Although poor weather, you know, and low clouds covered. Forced a scaling back of military jets that had been scheduled to join the helicopters and the red arrows. So mm-hmm. yeah, just so that you know, Prince Harry was not on the balcony. Don't ask me why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, this all seems so traditional and kind of an old way of doing things, especially considering that we are in twenty twenty three. Yeah, that's strange, right? In this day and age, one of the most developed country in the world is still hung on to the concept of monarchy. It's like you're mm-hmm. re- awarded for being born into this family. Sometimes I feel people forget what this monarchy has done to the world. Exactly, and this is precisely why many people across England and world are opposing this coronation. Makes sense, right? I mean, this coronation is not just an event; it's an event which cost around one twenty-five million dollars. Wow, that's a lot of money, and yes. especially during these times, right? When people are dealing with inflation, layoffs, and an unstable economy, many people in England are not able to get three meals a day, and mm-hmm. when they see all this taxpayer money being spent on coronation, that this this is simply just sad. And it's this use of public money and the secrecy around it that's got some of the king's subjects thinking revolutionary thoughts. We do not need the coronation. You know, the Swedish king decided the coronations were out of date, and that was in like 1870. So, you know, we are uh, wasting huge amounts of money at a time when we have a cost of living crisis, when we can't afford enough police, can't afford enough nurses, can't afford enough teachers, um, and it is a disgrace. But wait, so they're using taxpayer money? I thought the royal family has their own money. Shouldn't they be using that? Well, that's why people are outraged. King Charles has a net worth of around $600 million and he owns assets worth $42 billion worldwide. But but still, the royal family is using taxpayer money to fund their so-called coronation party. I think the king, um, the the, the current king and the royal family uh, as such do make a massive contribution to this country. How many people actually come to London and love this place and the money they spend here? You know, we should be really thankful to the royal family. In a time where we can't feed and house our people, I don't really agree on the fact that they're spending so much money um, for a family that's so wealthy. It's just becoming a king. (laughs) Like, it's just put your hat on. (laughs) Mm, That's really ignorant of them, I can say. Mm. Because according to so many news reports, UK is facing a severe economic crisis that has been worsened by the government's decision to announce tax cards, energy subsidies, that also triggered a spike in inflation and borrowing cost. I mean, the UK economy has already shrunk by 9.9% in 2020, which is, you know, the biggest fall in 300 years due to the pandemic lockdowns, obviously. And Mm. also the UK economy 
will suffer a bigger blow from the global energy crisis that other leading nations, according to uh, international body, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, um, UK will contract by more than any other nation in the G7 group next year. Wow, yeah, and all these factors are the reason people are protesting in this coronation. Even today, there were anti-monarchy protests, uh, protesters arrested in central London ahead of the coronation of King Charles. Hundreds of anti-monarchists were prevented from entering Trafalgar Square by police as a volley of arrests for both Republican and Just Stop Oil protests were made. Hmm, but is the economics of this event the only reason people are protesting the monarchy? Or there's something else to it? Well, not exactly just economics. So there is one other reason people outside of the UK are protesting the monarchy. What is that? Well, the monarchy itself. Oh, so they want out? Um, yes, indeed. Um, of the 14 countries beyond the United Kingdom that retain Queen Elizabeth II as a head of state, or King Charles now, at least six in the Caribbean want out. These countries follow Barbados, which removed the Queen as its head of state to become the region's newest republic in November 2021. And last September, immediately after confirming King Charles III as the King of Antigua and uh, Barbuda, uh, over the weekend, Prime Minister Gaston Brown told news reporters that a referendum would be held within three years to determine whether the Caribbean nation would become a republic. And mm. this is not the first time that a nation has or is planning to distance themselves from the monarchy. The Queen was also removed as head of state of Guana, Trinidad and Tobago and Dominica in 1970s and Fiji in 1987. You know, this all actually makes sense to me. People don't want to be attached to something which has caused pain and suffering in the past. Like having a monarchy rule over you makes absolutely no sense. I mean, having a democracy is the only right way for any country. Like, this is what I feel. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. But do you think these countries which actually, will they actually move away from monarchy? Um, well, some might. It has happened in the past, right? But... So, mm -hmm. so for the, for countries like Canada and Australia, it's still a long way to go, to be honest. There is an uproar in Caribbean countries to move away from monarchy, partially due to the atrocities monarchy did on them in terms of you know slavery. Yeah. But in countries like Canada and Australia, which are predominantly white, they haven't faced such issue. I mean, I know that there were uh, indigenous people that were that suffered, but like not majority of people, right? So there is no urgency among people to distance themselves from monarchy. Hmm, yeah, that makes sense. But I still think eventually monarchy will end for good. If not now, in a few years or decades probably. But yeah. thanks, Anku, for discussing this event today. It was quite an interesting discussion, I'll say. Yep. Uh, thank you so much, Mukta. As the UK welcomes its new king today, we should remember that a leader is as good as the respect and love they receive from their people. If people are not happy or content, one cannot be a leader or a king for long. It's high time the UK monarchy realizes what their relevance is in the current world. They can always pivot into something new, which is more acceptable to people rather than just sitting and reaping the benefits of being born into the royal family. Thank you for listening. See you next time.